0: hello guys gals all in between and outside this is the nap hour podcast the nap hour is the podcast that we do um we call it the nap hour because we know nap time is an illusion and this is a parenting podcast so if you hear a touch of exhaustion in our tones you know it's because it's the real real deal um plus mamas ain't got much time for anything else so let's get going before our children overtake this recording Okay, okay. I'm one of your hostesses today. My name is Tamaya. I am joined by my lovely co-hostesses. One is
1: in the West Coast. Please introduce yourself. Um, hello. This is Esther. Just excited for June, and I can hear little spatter of feet outside of my door. So- oh, it's begun.
0: <laughs> And then we have our other co host down in the south. Please introduce yourself,
2: madam. Hey, it's Shakima, guys.
0: Hey, hey. Um, So let's get started. Let's at least get started before the storm begins. Today, I wanted to ask you ladies our usual segments driveway confessions. So driveway confessions are the good old confessions one has um, when they're in their safe space. That is usually the driveway, the mama's haven, where you pull up and before you let anyone know that you're there, you sit in that car, maybe sneak a snack, your favorite thing to do, drink. Maybe you scroll a little bit because you know once you walk into those doors, you are officially theirs. Your body is no longer yours. So do we have any driveway confessions on deck Anyone, anything, anytime. Lay it on out. I'm trying to think. Do I even have one?
1: Hmm.
2: Um.
1: I will take more of a parenting win. You know. Oh, on... you'll take the the proud mama moment. Yes, yeah, proud mama moment. All right,
0: well then, let me do my driveway confession really quick. Then okay. I think I just came up with one. Again, um, for those who do not know, I have a toddler and a teenager. And teenager is um, doing his eighth grade year, and there's an eighth grade graduation as well as an eighth grade social. And simultaneously, my baby brother, who's always felt like uh, one of my children, probably my first, is leaving 12th grade. And so he's had prom, graduation events, etc. He's actually had two proms because he had to go to his friend's prom as well as her date because he's a popular guy. So... I've been a part of the prom circuit for about three, four months now, just in preparation for and planning of his, and now my 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 sons. So it's been a pretty any teenage moms out there, you know, mothers of teenagers. I mean, it's a it's a doozy, guys. It's a doozy. Uh, I've only been on the other side of it as a youngin. And mom took care of basically everything. I was just involved for some fittings and some ideas. But all in all, she made sure the appointments were made, the hair, the makeup, the outfit. the, the, the I got my dress made from scratch. The, the budget. Oh, the budget. The shoes, the coloring of the shoes. The purse, if I have a purse with the coloring of the purse. The jewelry. I just now I'm remembering all of it's coming back in a flash. As I am a part of this thing with my brother and my son, and it is a lot. It's a lot. Literally just drove around for hours today to find some white dress pants that were not linen because men's white pants just have to be in linen all the time. The amount of stores I've been in and price tags that I've seen to get this boy looking looking good. And all together it's been a uh, it's been a trial. Bit of trial. So, yeah, uh, wish wish good on your girl. Um, I will share the photos and the final product with my sister moms here uh, when the time has come. But I cannot Mother wait mom, for like the it. end. I cannot wait for the end. Okay. So I gotta say about that driveway mm-hmm. confession. All right. Let's move on over to our next segment of Proud Mama Moments. Esther, you have a Proud Mama Moment to share. Please do with your positive self.
1: Um, yes, so proud mama moment is that, um, yesterday I had my first sort of uh cleanup big cleanup in the bath. Uh, one of my kiddos just you know kind of decided to hey, why don't I just drop a juice right here and there? <laughs> um, and, and if you don't know us by now, I have twin boys so. Both of them were in the bath. So (laughs) one decided to do his business in the bath. (laughs) Um, Oh, I forgot about those times. (laughs) It was, you know, kind of a mad dash as soon as we saw that thing. And then it's like within two seconds, you're like, how can there be more coming out? (laughs) Anyway, that's making any gross, but...
0: This moment was just this is like a, this is like a merge of driveway confession and <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: and so you know we thank goodness like I have my in-laws with me and my mother-in-law quickly took the one who you know wasn't um Deficating doing his business reason, yeah. <laughs> and so I handled the one who was like you know doing it but obviously right like he was done as soon as like we you know we're ready to kind of uh, diffuse the situation. Yeah. But then I took him out of the bath, put him on the floor. He obviously peed on the floor. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It was it was like this moment where I'm like, you know what? Like that's not that it's funny, but I'm just like, like I think from my, um, my, oh my, like parent, my parents, right? This would have been a moment of you know frustration and sort of like yelling and being like oh my Ooh. god why did you and uh kind of all of that but i'm very proud in that moment like to me i was like is this ideal heck no but like it is what it is right like sort of um yelling at him is not going to change anything mm-hmm. because she's not he's not potty trained if he has to go he has to go um (laughs) agree um and it's also like kind of yelling at it it's not going to make the job of cleaning up and sanitizing and you know all of those things go any faster or somehow magically so it was just of like hey this is what it is take it in stride let's move on kind of clean his butt up a little bit more like you know kind of a little bit more of a quick rinse and like you know soap and we got him into his pajamas and that was that right and I came back and cleaned up the bathroom and it wasn't that big of a deal so <laughs> no seriously kudos to you kudos to you because that
0: can be a moment of so you're still trying to figure it out
1: yeah yeah I mean I have some thoughts right but I, I think it's it's still not so wrong like because for me um it's very much that I am fascinated with like parenting and the way of like how do we install and prepare future generations but that's like very academic and you know you could do that in so many different ways, right? Preparing the next generation. You don't need to be a parent to do that. Um, And specifically like, you know, wanting to have your own biological kids. It's like, all all that I keep going back to is, I just want it. But like, that's the thing, like, why did I want it? (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) Fair enough, I
0: guess I'm trying to think because I knew for sure when I didn't want to have children, like when I started becoming sexually active as a teenager, like 17, 18. So I knew for sure at those times I didn't want to. I wanted to go to college. I wanted to do this other stuff. I wanted free life. And I knew parenting did not mean freedom. Um, My mother was a teenage mom. For me and my sister, um before my brother came along. And so I saw all that, and many of my family members actually were. So I saw all that jazz. And was like, nah, this is when I don't want to do this. Um, it wasn't until I knew I wanted a solid partner before I even considering it in terms of like married, you know, on paper contractual, all the things. Um, so after we've lived together and then we got married and all that jazz, it was like, technically like the all my all my reservations for not even considering children lifted at that point because we got to that point of where I felt comfortable and safe to reproduce um and then once we got to that moment of I think it was me and my husband were talking about it for a while just kind of playing with the idea talking about, you know, having a little a little us. Um again, I have a stepson, so my husband already had a child, but we wanted to have one together. We wanted to have like, cause he was a teenage parent. And when you're a teenager, you're not really trying to make grown up decisions. You're just messing around having a good time and what happens, happens. So he didn't necessarily have the choice um in that regard. And so this was more of like a choice that he wanted to, to do as well for himself and that I wanted to do. Now that, again, all my reservations were kind of lifted. So once we kind of came to that point and talking about it for a while and playing with the idea, then we kind of realized, again, there was nothing else holding us back. And we wanted to create a version of ourselves. That's what we wanted to do. And also, I have to admit, I was in a part of my life where... I, um, there was a piece of me that wanted to, I hope this makes sense, do something that I could without needing someone else's permission in a way. Um, the way I I can explain that, yeah, like I was in a space of, you know, I didn't necessarily have the dream career or anything like that. I was applying for different things and, you know, you have to do these interviews and it's all based off of your dream career and your dream. This all is based off of someone else's approval or opinion of it to give you the certain amount of income to live the life you want. You know, um, house searching is dependent on if someone wants to accept your offer. Uh, any and everything was always dependent upon outside sources for you to get what you want wherever you want it. And And the same time of all the reservations being down and me wanting to create a person with my husband, it was also a a sense of freedom to be able to do something my body can naturally do without the approval of anyone else to do it. it was like Mm -hmm. the most natural thing I thought could possibly happen ever in the world outside of, you know, periods. So, shoot, even that's not a choice. So, um it was those two things combined. Me and my husband were ready. And I wanted to to do something for me that I could. And, and I honestly can say, from the moment where I realized it was like disappointing when it didn't happen the first few times. And the moment when I realized I was, I did the whole reveal with my husband, um, took pictures of it. I think I told him to go outside for a minute. Um, to go get something out of the car. And while he was gone, the cleaned, the cleaned PP pregnancy stick, I attached or put right on top of his controller, because he had put his controller down to run outside. And so when he picked the controller back up, he was able to see that we were pregnant and the excitement of him throwing it all down, which is a live game for any gamers out there. You know that's a big deal. And we just, you know, kissed and all that other stuff It was excited. And then I have never felt more fulfilled, I can say to this day, than I have as a mom, especially in those in that first year of having someone wholly dependent on me and my body and what I can do. Um, But the moment from taking care of this body and letting this baby grow in me, feeling so proud of my body during that time, and then the, the pride of actually when he was born, and being able to stare at him for hours and just be like, I created this person. And he's so great.
2: <laughs> and that's my
0: long-winded answer. But that's my reason for why. Long reason to answer, but that's a long-winded answer, but that's my reason for why. And now he's showing his ex on screen. Um, Kima, what about you, girly? Um, so, I don't
2: know. Nobody's ever asked me this question before. Um, I feel like well, I'm the oldest of six, so there's always the kids around know. me. And and so I never really not wanted kids. Hold on one second. I've never really not wanted kids. I always knew that I wanted kids. I, I knew I didn't want to have six. I knew I knew that I didn't know that, um, that was very clear. Um, actually, when I first met my husband, he said that he wanted six kids, and I was like, "Yeah, that's never happening. It's not happening." Um, I always, <laughs> when I was very young, when I was younger, I'm, I'm religious now, but I was very religious when I was younger. So I was like, "I'm not gonna have sex till marriage, and I'm gonna have kids then after that." I mean, of course I didn't wait till marriage to have sex, but I knew that I wanted to be married when I had kids because I I guess because growing up I didn't I didn't have a two-parent household. So, I wanted to make sure that when I did make children that it was a two-parent household at least. And so yeah, um so it, it was always I guess in my plans to have children. It was very surprising the actual act of having children, though, because you get pregnant and you're like, wow, this is really happening. <laughs> like, even though I mean, it's an natural thing, you're like, hey, we're growing a person. And then as soon as you hear them cry, you're like, we did it. We had a thing.
1: <laughs> we had a
2: thing. <laughs> that's how it felt like release. So, so yeah, I think that was pretty great. But I yeah, I've never not wanted to have children. I mean, I love children. I mean, it's very it's a lot harder when it's your own, but I I still love children.
1: So would you say that for you is that, like you just have, um, not innate, but always had that love of children?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and, and, like, everybody around me, I just felt like it was, like, the natural thing to do.
1: You grow up and you have children. So then for me, then, to kind of push against that is why do we think that's a natural thing? I guess because it, it was always
2: around me. But I know that something that wasn't around me were mm. was, like I said, two-parent households. So. Okay. You kind of, like, grow up and you kind of know what you do and what you don't, the type of things that you do and you don't want to bring into your household. Mm -hmm. Like, I knew that I didn't want to be, like, the majority of people I knew were, like, they weren't married, they didn't. They were, like, single parents, a lot of them. And I was, like, that, I felt bad about that. Mm -hmm. So I was, like, if I do have children that's probably why I waited so long because I didn't have my first child till I was 29. And like, I mean, we're out from that. I mean, a lot of people have multiple children by then. Mm. So we're, I, I, I just really definitely do. wanted to make sure we, it's two of us and it's, <laughs> I, I cannot do it by
1: myself. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> yeah. I will say I do follow that thread Kima. It, I honestly put a whole lot more thought uh, around, hey, I need to be with a partner that is solid and stable and supportive. um, When I, you know, if if I am to have, if I am to become a parent, then, you know, actually, again, really questioning, hey, do I, do I actually want to have kids myself, right? Because if I had to do it alone, would I still want to do it alone? Yeah, if I am do it alone. That's a great question.
2: I don't think I, I don't think I would. That's a great
1: point. And, and, and the answer for me too, is like, you know, I, I could not just, even I feel like even if I had financial stability, right, like the best financial mm-hmm. stability, I don't think that I would come to a decision to be like, "Hey, you know what? I will be a single mother by choice." By choice, right? <laughs> right.
0: And kudos to whoever does. This is not. Oh a, yeah. This is nothing against you all, but I can. No, no, I think all I'm three not, of it's us. not a judgment. I don't think that's single. No, judgment. I don't think there's <laughs> like, a judgment at all. Yeah, I don't think you're right. making a judgment at all. I just know that people can hear something and then take it on as okay. an offense. So I just want to be clear: it's not an offense to all y'all. It's just the straight up us being honest with like, ourselves. i stronger than me. None of us were down. <laughs> for that. None of us like, were down for it or okay with it. We just couldn't. I just I don't have the capacity. I know my yes. capacity.
2: It's hard doing it with two people, like in a married household. I don't think I could actually do it. If I was like, I could not do it if I was single. Like It is too hard even now. Children are not easy. Like
1: they put you through the ringer. And again, right. It's like, it's that, it's that question. We, and I think it's, you know, specifically the three of us, right. Because in some way, shape or form, just by the composition of our own families, we've either, you know, ba- babysat or just outright were a second parent to or other siblings or just, you know, really were involved in helping um, younger siblings, yeah. cousins, whatever, brothers, yeah. sisters. So we know, and, you know, in the capacity that, that we could, right, because we were never full on parents, but in the capacity that we could, like we knew how difficult and demanding Kids were, Um, so to still say, you know what? Like I am on board. (laughs) Is right. I want a piece of that. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) No thanks.
1: (laughs) Because I I will share it. Right. For example, I never had pets. I've considered having pets. You know. Um, but every time that I'm like, Hey, should I, you know, get a dog or a rabbit or blah, blah, blah. I come back to, you know what, this, it doesn't really jive with my lifestyle. It doesn't really jive with who I am. So, you know, that was, that is one thing that I am for sure, like very strong willed and, you know, definite on it's like me and pets are just not compatible. Like, will I be willing to perhaps, uh, pet sit for you? Sure. Would I, am I cool with like, you know, playing around with a dog or just like be around pets? Yes. But at the end of the day, I would, I definitely want and make it so that my life is pet free. I definitely could, because I get that completely.
0: I actually did have a um a pet was like kind of brought to our door and my stepson was like in love the first time he saw him and he loves animals and it was all the rage and the pet needed a home and so i just conceded because they both looked at me my husband and my son (laughs) and like let's do it not a wise decision it was one of those decisions just like like i told you when i was a teenager i knew what i didn't want i didn't know that quite i knew i was always good with animals I knew animals loved me and I thought they were beautiful. Um, Yeah, but I didn't think about all the responsibilities and also the training and all that stuff. I was just very ignorant to the whole process. And the pet was cute and my family wanted it and it just seemed like, sure, no. It was like, I was basically in that way, a teenage pet parent even though I was a grown person at that time. <laughs> <laughs> I was so wholly unprepared for what it all really meant and what would be required of me. And at the time, my stepson was going back and forth between his birth mother and our home. So he wasn't always there. So I was the one, me and my husband was the one really taking care of this doggone dog. And it did not work out. I had to, I ended up finding a home for him outside of our home. And I made it clear that I wanted someone who felt like they were ready to have him. Um, So it was like an older couple established and all those things. So that's how that worked out. But it was just too much. I realized my capacity was not what I thought it would be when Mm. it came to having a pet and fully investing. And I'm also, I have a certain standard of parenting, whether it be a child or a pet, that I feel like I need to meet or I feel like I fail. So, when I tell you this pet had the cream of the crop, um, you know, me researching what foods, me cooking food for this pet, like, it was a whole thing, but my capacity was at a a certain level, and I couldn't do it. So, even now, I've been presented with multiple opportunities to take on another pet. My stepson lives with us full time. He wants one to death. Um, Like, (laughs) he really wants one. I have a family member who brings one all the time, you know, so we always like come on over so they can play with your dogs and then you guys can go. But I really have, and then I, and then because just like baby fever hits people because they are so cute all the time, I have to be like, Ooh, it seems like such a dream to have you in my life, but I know I have to remind myself of my capacity and shut my own self down, shut all those little, exciting parts of me down if that makes any sense so I'm right there with Esther with that
1: yeah but then I go again like ride back around and say right like having known sort of as first hit as you can you know the the good and the difficult because they're not bad they're just difficult but the parenting that I was still on board with it Mm -hmm. and and it's even more so because a moment of vulnerability here um my partner was not so open to having kids when we first started dating Mm. um and it was through you know multiple conversation with me saying like this is something that I personally really want to experience in my life and you know obviously like if that's not for you then that's not for you but that's something that I you know want and you know kind of through multiple conversation they came around and obviously here we are now (laughs) (laughs) but you know it's 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 interesting because right like it wasn't even that I had somebody alongside me who was like, oh yeah, like let's, I'm all for it. And, you know, let's do this. It was still me needing to present my case of, hey, I want this. But again, it's, I've yet to really like figure out like what is it about wanting, like being a parent and having kid is, is such a strong belief for me.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'm telling you, I knew that's all I knew of mine. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, really like yeah. I knew, but like I, I no,
2: don't- yeah,
0: like I, I know that the once was, I want to do something that I can do without permission. Mm. I want to create another person, and I want, I want to see what that's like to actually have a person that I can shape in my image.
2: Yeah, I guess or in their own image. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of my same thing, too, is I I guess I wanted to be able to have the experience of guiding someone through their life. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you, you remember the people that made impacts on your life, and, like, if it wasn't for this person, I would be so kind, or this person taught me this. Like, I wanted to teach. Like, I wanted to be able to form little people into
0: yes please Harry.
2: Like, i guess that like you know it's a part of like making the world a better place like if i had children you know they in my head i'm talking about in my head i'm not talking about right now but like in my head saying, <laughs> you know, they'd be like the best little people and like i'm gonna teach them all these things it's just like your impact on the world i guess mm. but like i wanted to be an impact in someone's life and then you always hear about like parenthood, motherhood. It's like the the best thing you could like the best love you could ever have. Like I guess I wanted to experience those things too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I can definitely see that. And I, I wonder what other I wonder what other parents, if anyone else had that thought. Because it is it is a very um it's it's somewhat of a selfish thought to to want to do this thing and, and at least to start, you know it's a selfish decision that I feel like creates a whole bunch of more selfless decisions afterwards once the child is here. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I wanted to I wanted to do it and it felt so good it it did it felt it like I can honestly say it's one of the only things that felt perfectly right and felt like, oh, I'm fulfilling a purpose here. As when my little one came to be but i'd also be remiss to to not mention the conditioning that we all go through um personally as women to Mm -hmm. want the kids you know the baby dolls the all the things the picking of the names now the 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 gender reveals and the parties and the dress them up like you and all that i'd be remiss to not mention that all that is very appealing Wait,
2: when you you said conditioning, like even before I got married, they're, oh my God, my mom's like, when you gotta get me a grandbaby? When you gotta get me what? I want a grandbaby. I'm like, excuse me. Excuse me. Calm down. Like, show your role. Like, first of all. And then you see sometimes how hard your parents had it, and then how crazy they are to just want you to do the same thing. How crazy they are. (laughs) I'm like, ma'am yeah, okay, now
0: you, yeah they weren't the ones pushing the
2: it. you better okay. calm down why don't you have some more <laughs> like, alone.
0: yes they weren't pushing it before i had my son but soon, oh, my birth son but as soon as i've had my birth son they were like oh the decades the right. are open talk, talk Yep. now that we know it's open down there you you need to give me another one at least one more at yeah. least one more i'm like but why though Why that Mm -hmm. now I have to want that. I have to want it just like I wanted this one. That has to be a me thing, (laughs) not a you thing. So it is very fascinating and it is a good question to try to think of, you know, I'm sure conditioning had a part in it. Like I can't Mm -hmm. say it didn't, but I feel like it has a part in everything. From the houses we want to the types of food we want to eat to all of the things, the type of clothes we want to wear, to how we Mm -hmm. want to look. Um It's all a conditioning part. So it's kind of like Esther was saying, trying to find what part of you really wanted it for yourself without all those other factors involved. Mm -hmm. And so the part I can say outside of like me and my husband choosing to want to create a version of ourselves was me wanting to allow my body to do something that it was capable and can naturally do without influence Um, and see what comes out of it.
1: And oh, I am grateful um so yeah I will say like I like being pregnant I think for me was something that I really hoped that I could experience Mm. um from like the biological to the mental just Mm -hmm. because you know as a cisgendered woman it was like hey like I can do this thing um That is just, you know, it's just short of a miracle. <laughs> you know? Um, and I think I've been very, very blessed in that even with twins, I had a fairly like uneventful pregnancy, all things considered. Right. Like, yeah, I had like scares here and there, but overall, like fairly like even kill nothing too egregious but it's funny because like when I in earnest you know started you know um uh, trying to be pregnant and we had to go through the fertility route um I remember talking to my sister and she was like you know what I never really thought you wanted this like just your whole vibe just did not give you know wanting to be a parent (laughs) (laughs) interesting yeah and that's um kind of like I guess way way back has been the thing because I have you know I birthed my kiddos at 30 so that's not in the grand scheme of things in this modern society that's right at the you know median age Mm -hmm. to have your first born um but the fact that like I even you know kind of went through all of that when you know my life for the most part you know it's not it it definitely has shifted my lifestyle right I'm very much uh, weekend traveler hey like there's this deal let, why don't I you know go and travel here or do this and mm-hmm. all of that and obviously um that sort of spontaneous traveling and experience has taken a bit of a backseat not too much but a bit since
0: having kiddos Oh, it's taking um, a huge backseat for me I got friends over here trying to plan stuff with me and I'm like <laughs> sure then I'm like girl I got a t-ball a, a yeah. t-ball game oh i'm sorry girl somebody's graduating oh i'm sorry girl he needs something of this <laughs> and i'm like wow that happened to me i'm a full-blown parent now
2: i don't even make plans no more i think made
1: plans. as i tug this through i feel like perhaps like i think i'm with you maya i think it's just i really wanted um to to grab this opportunity right of hey my body as far as I know um is able to you know create something and I want to go through that process but also like the 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 after like the postpartum of it all of like having this this being that is of you but not you Uh uh Uh, and 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 that adventure of it is an adventure for sure yeah that adventure of like obviously now like it's sort of um I have way more information now that I am actually deep in it but it really is that I have changed so much for the better having gone through and still going through this and I'm very glad that I have, you know, been able to take on this adventure. Mm-hmm. So like whatever the, my why is, maybe I'll get to, maybe I won't, but I'm definitely am happy for getting on this adventure. Yes. No, I love that. I totally agree. I
0: totally agree. It's been, it's been all the things, this parenting journey of ours. <laughs> And and yeah, I I obviously no regrets, <laughs> but I'm I'm glad I'm glad I love this question I love that what it's brought up in all of us. Quick question of a quick segment I want to try with you all before we start to close out. Paul, oh, rewind the tape. Okay. So with your younger self, McInfo, mm-hmm. when you were a kiddo. Mm-hmm. What did you think in terms of kids? Like, because we were thinking about it. I know I wanted, I'll start, Cheaper by the Dozen. Oof. I saw that movie and I just wanted the biggest, craziest family. I was sure I wanted at least 10, 12 kids. I wanted it all. Just just glorying, just me right now, I'm relishing in the ignorance of it all, of my childhood. As a kid. <laughs> I saw that and was like, oh yeah, okay. okay, that's a good time. All these kids doing all this crazy stuff. Everyone's got someone to have their back. Oh yeah, it looks so much fun. Doesn't look at all hard. I could do that. I could do that. And it was funny what you said, Esther, because I have a lot of younger family members who are always like, you're a mom. Or family members in the same age group as me who are like, you're really a mom. And I think it's a shock for them too. Like. <laughs> i i've always I, I have this nurturing side of me the whole time but i was always fun and free and all this other stuff and now they see me like literally settled down they're like you are a home mom
1: and <laughs> even me i'm like
0: oh, I, i'm in charge of people like i'm the one the teachers call <laughs> and i call the teachers wow <laughs> but yeah as a kid i wanted 12 crazy kids running around wait i wanted it's it.
1: half a dozen. Or is it by the no, dozen? No, it's
0: called cheaper by the dozen. What like is too? I was oh a, kid. I said as a kid. I sat in the kid Kima as a little kid. <laughs> my ignorance. That was one of my favorite movies, <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh yeah, I want a buttload of them. A buttload." <laughs> I wasn't thinking about the pregnancy. I wasn't thinking about the pain. Well, I obviously, yeah. Being surrounded so <laughs> by a whole bunch of kiddos and yeah, being the cool mom. So what about y'all? In terms of kids, what did you think? Did you have baby dolls you played with? Was there a movie that made you think, I've, oh, I want this many, definitely. I've
2: always loved babies. Little babies, like infants. I've always like, oh God, you can leave me with your baby all day. Like, I love babies. When I started talking, that's when I had a problem. <laughs> As okay, a kid? Like, yes. Like, like my siblings, they got on my last nerves. As babies, I, they were fine. Like I've always had a thing for babies. But having babies on my own, I still love babies. But like the the fact that I can't get any sleep because they're actually my babies and I have to take care of them. <laughs> that's that's the hard part about having actual small babies. But like I still love little little babies. But if, I've always I've always had like a thing for kids and a holes. I've I've always felt that way. I mean,
0: they're cute That's fascinating. But, yeah. yeah, they are cute a That's fascinating because I think, I honestly, I was the opposite. I never cared for or like, it wasn't against babies, but I never had an infatuation with them like I did with kids. I always thought having a whole bunch of kids would be like like a sleepover that never ended kind of thing. Fun talking, playing kids. But I never even, even the cheaper by the dozen, I didn't imagine them as babies. I just imagined them as full-fledged children running around that's fascinating okay so chemo was addicted uh, to the baby life like even baby dolls i was like eh even though it was a stupid bottle that acted like it filled and refilled i was more infatuated with the bottle like yeah, how does it look barbie. like it
2: emptied out i never really felt infant. like baby dolls i was barbie like i played with i went straight yes to
0: and then there was the pregnant barbie do you remember the pregnant barbie no. where the stomach could detach and the baby would be folded up inside i heard about it my cousin had that and I was more fascinated with the way it made it work than the actual baby itself. I was like, all right, that's enough. This is annoying to dress.
2: Mm-hmm. What about you, Esther? I'm rocking my
0: girl. brain. I... Did you not even fathom children or thoughts of kids? It's nothing
1: like, I mean, I'm sure that I've, you know, taught about it or I can probably had some pretend play around being a parent. But it's not a thing that I particularly was vivid about. What I was more vivid about was having siblings. because having for siblings? Yeah, because for, you know, up to 12 years of my life, it was just like me and my mom. Ah, okay. You know, kind of in the household with like, you know, as the kid. So I just had way more sort of um, yearning to have a sibling than to be a parent um Touche. yeah and again like just racking my brain i'm like if i think overall like i wanted again like it's weird it's really interesting because like again it was like i want and sort of my imaginations, right? And like my pretend plays is that mm-hmm. I had, I did see myself as having kids, but it was as a product of being married. Right. You know? Okay. Like, like the two oh, coincide. I, I... Yeah, like, it, it was, it was like, oh, like, obviously, like, once I find my, you know, Prince Charlie I'm going to have the comes required 2.5 kids and the biggest fit, you know, like, yes. I then I, like, Esther in the baby care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I never really, like, detailed out, like, what it would mean to actually care for those babies. Touche. The most
0: I got to was caring for babies was caring for my teddy bears. I would actually have a vivid imagination, because my sister, absolutely for a quick example, and then I was shush, my sister was she loved the air conditioner, and it would make me sick, but i I had to deal with it because we shared a room. And I would line up all my baby dolls and um mostly teddy bears around the bed, so they would literally be lining the bed. and I would take the blanket off of all of us, and we would get really cold. And I would imagine it be like we were outside, we were homeless, so we had a, we needed, we needed assistance. It was just like, it was just so cold. And then in my imagination, when it got too cold to stand, I would put the blanket over all of us and say, we're safe and warm now. We're home. I've protected you all. <laughs> I don't know why. But it was something about like being the person to make them all feel happy and home and warm that was the it was always a nurturing side of me I don't know why judge me if you will but that was a bit of my childhood there but still it wasn't babies it was teddy bears
2: I guess it's because like like both of y'all had time had a lot of time where you were able to be by yourself
0: yeah that's true
2: I had a lot of time where I was like get out of my face
0: leave me alone <laughs>
2: <laughs> even my you would call me and i'd be yelling at it it's was like, so true <laughs> i just wanted to be alone get out of here <laughs> like, please i didn't want to be nobody's mama until,
0: oh, I, like, I
2: had somebody to help me
0: <laughs> very strategic no i love it this is awesome though thank you ladies thank you for sharing thank you for all of it it was a great, great episode. I'm glad we're back. We've had a little bit of a break, but we are back in action. Um, remember to follow us if you would support us on all your podcast listening platforms. This is the nap hour and we got to get back to our kiddos because nap time is up. So we do love you. Remember to follow our channel and our website. We need to talk club. We need to
2: talk.club in that order. And bye. Bye.